You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. It's another early morning over here in Washington, D.C. For Once Upon a One More Time, we are still currently in previews and having rehearsals in the daytime, previews at night, and they're long days. And so I'm so, so grateful to my castmates who have been getting up early to come for an interview. And they're like, Felicia, I see you backstage, Eva. And this morning is no exception. My the, the person who I'm interviewing this morning is, uh, it goes, I I feel like we still like just met, but we became like fast friends. She's somebody who I feel like if we had met when we were four, I believe she would still be in my life today. Um, but let me get to like her credits. <laughs> uh, she's a dancer, an actress, a creative director, a Poet, a mu- wait a minute. Yes, uh, a poet, a musician, and she's very newly married. She's a USC grad with a double major in theater and creative writing. She was in Tootsie on Broadway. She was also in Mac and Mabel and The Music Man. She is smart, sweet, funny, so humble, and like the epitome of wholesome. Uh, we are swing sisters together in Once Upon a One More Time. And uh, she's just an extraordinary human being. And I'm, I'm grateful that she's in my life because I, you, I'm so sorry. I, I'm almost 30. And I feel like once you get to a certain age, you have your friends. <laughs> you don't necessarily need more friends. Or if you do make more friends, it might be kind of awkward. Like, how does this go? I like your shirt. I like your shirt. Are we friends? I don't know. But yes, um, she is a special human and I'm so happy and proud to call her my friend. Please help me welcome this first lady and dancer extraordinaire, Diana Baden! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hi, y'all! <laughs> Hi! 
Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How is your heart? My heart is overflowing with gratitude for that introduction. My goodness. Oh my gosh. And yes, like you said, (laughs) in our 30s, we kind of establish our friends and all of that. But yes, like being a swing sister with you. And actually, you know, I've heard you sing through audition doors and just seen your presence in audition rooms before we are now working together. And I'm just like, your energy is amazing. And like, so I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, I get to work with her and become friends with her. And you and I are like, we're different, but it's like, I get Uh to learn so much from you. And I feel the same way about you. It's exciting. Like totally. And I still remember we were in the same audition together. Yes. Okay. But I don't know the whole full story of the, your audition experience. Whoa. I just know that when, from my perspective, I didn't recognize like the people who I usually see in auditions. I was like, mm, this is a dance show. <laughs> and sure enough, I'm like, okay. I'm surrounded by dancers. <laughs> okay, so what was your audition like story? Wow, okay, for, yeah, for once upon a one more time, let's see. What was it? Okay, so I was called in for a just a reading mm-hmm. with um, the casting office first. Just just a read through oh. before the dance call happened. Oh, but then funny story is, um, I got sent a callback callback information for a you know preliminary dance call, but it went to my junk mail <gasps> and it wasn't sent to my agent or they it was sent to my agent, but they thought I already had the information, so I missed the callback oh. moment. And so we were like, oh gosh, wait, what, what? do we do? Yeah. It was the agent said to what do we do? I was like, wait a second. So it's already happened. What's going on? It was like, oh, we thought you got that information. I was like, I did not. And get that, that you just ghosted them. You just didn't. Yeah. I mean, there have been those auditions and stuff. Yeah. And so we were like, what do we do? She reached out to casting. I was like, what's happening? She missed it. It was it was our fault. It like. What, what can we do? And he, he said that we could, um, that I could come to a different one. He was like, let me check in. She'll come to the next call. Okay. So that's the one that I saw you at. So I missed one. Okay. But luckily they were like, okay, oh, we'll bring her in. I was like, oh, literally stressful. Did you have to go yeah. on tape because, or did you? No. You never went on tape? No. They didn't make me go on tape. So I thought it was so odd that. Like my first two auditions were on tape. I'm like, I'm down the street. Wow. Yeah, it was before COVID, so it was like. Yeah. It was, I was like, whatever. Yeah. This is a shot in the dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first like in person with the creative team audition. Um, cause I had missed the one before that and I, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So fast forward, we were in the room together Yeah. and we started, we started the process and we kind of got to know each other a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Little Waiting bit. to go in to sing and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot happened during the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, for better and for worse. Yeah. And so what, how was that transition for you and what things took place during that time to bring you where you are today? Ooh, 
Well, let's see. Well, like you said in the intro, I did get, I'm recently married. <laughs> newly, a newlywed. <laughs> like, so. And you had just, did you, I, were you dating him before the pandemic? Yes, started? yes. I met him at the beginning of 2020. Okay, okay. On a dating app, you know, just the. I remember the Coffee dates. And like, when the world shut down, I had planned this little date night with him to go see To Kill a Mockingbird because I was like wanting to impress him and he wanted to see that show. It's his favorite writer Aww. and all that shut down. So we went to dinner instead and commiserated about life. And I was like, my show is probably never, I don't know what's happening with the show because we had one more day of rehearsal after that. And just, and so I was at a place with dating him. Mm. It was just like, what is happening in the world? What's going on? I'm about to be unemployed. Right. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I, um, I started dating again once I um, started Tootsie, which was like a year before starting um, Once Upon a One More Time. And I was thinking, okay, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm employed. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. You know, I get to put my best foot <laughs> forth. Because as an actor, sometimes it's hard with the unsteadiness of things. Sometimes. And you're sometimes meeting people who don't understand the life. Right. And so they're like, wait, what? What do you do? Is this consistent? How long are you doing this for? Like, things like that. <laughs> and it's annoying, too. Some some people will be like, oh, that's so cute. You're an actor. How much... Do you mind how much... you? Uh, how do, much do you make? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, the earning potential is really great. But right now, <laughs> I'm unemployed. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, both ways. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So, at that point, <laughs> being at the you know beginning of quarantine, I was like, okay, now I'm entering into a very unsteady part of the process. Not like we haven't been there before being unemployed, but we just didn't know how long it was going to be. I thought like two weeks. Right. Back. As it stretched on, it was like, what's what's happening? But I felt confident about <laughs> dating my man. I you see know? the optimism in your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> You're saying something so scary. You're like, I know. what? Because I like really like him, but we can't really meet up because the world is like ending. You know, things like that. Yes. So we like did Facetime dates and just kept getting to know each other, and it was so it was kind of a you know, I don't want to say the time was a blessing overall because absolutely not. We lost so many lives. But for me, it was a good time to slow down and be able to focus slow on down. one important thing at right. a time, you know? Right. Yes. Um, yes. Because I'm always juggling like, oh my gosh, my career is very important and as it still is. Yes. But I never really made space for love love and relationship and like really like for real. It. Yes. For so real. That was the only thing I had to focus on. That is so crazy. Like, it, like, and I'm like, because I'm relating to you, that we have some similar paths. And they're like, you can date a person for years, and then this pandemic will be like, okay, it's you. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. That's how I felt about Andrew. Mm -hmm. I was like, I like spending time with you. Yes. Let's hang out again. <laughs> Our third yeah. date, he was like, be my girlfriend. Wow. Third date? Yeah. I literally had dated somebody for three years. Mm -hmm. And then he came in and swooped. Yeah. I feel like the pandemic, I know what you're saying about how like 
there, there, there was so much loss in it, but there was also silver linings. Like if yeah. you lived to survive this freaking pandemic, there was a lot of good that could, like potentially came out of it. Yeah. And so, and Nate, what yes. he's from what world is he from so he is actually a pastor so he's in the i'm acting like i don't know <laughs> i'm like i know all these answers not all of them but i do like the details yes so he like when i met him he was an associate pastor at a church in harlem oh my so in, cool. wait what yeah, yeah down with the swirl by the way oh yes Oh yes, this man. I mean, I I don't really love using like the phrase woke, but he is. And woke before a lot of people are. We're, have, yeah, we're, we're woke. Okay. We're woke. And to so woke. yeah, and so he wanted to definitely. He's he's a white man, but he was really passionate um, to learn about you know black culture. And Literally, other people of color. Yeah, and be under um, leadership of a man of color. That's what he wanted, and so God placed him at this church, and it was like, so he was part of that um, startup team for that church, but then he felt called. This is very attractive. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so, and this was part of our first conversations that we've had, we had, so, like, hearing his background and understanding, and seeing this on his dating profile, he's very transparent, and, like, so it was just all things were matching up, and, um... But then he told me he had plans to start his own church. And you were in like, the Bronx. Yeah. what will my first outfit as first lady be? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my pearls, honey. <laughs> and my ripped jeans. <laughs> okay. oh, you're such a cool first lady. So how did that make you feel when you was wow. like... Wow. When I, yeah, when he first told me that, that, that was a question I had. I was like, is he going to just stay at this church that he's at? Or does he have plans to start his own church? What does that mean for me if I continue dating him? If then potentially we get married? What does that mean for me? So like I actually called um, my first lady from back home in Reno, Nevada and Aww. talked to her and I was like, okay, what is give me the 411. What do I need to know? Right. What, what kind of things is right. he gonna be subconsciously like Ooh. thinking as he's dating me? Like trying to find out if I'm right for him. Oh my, things this like is that. so smart. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, let me call up my first ladies. I was like, what do I need to expect here? And so that was really good. So just like going in with eyes wide open and just the more that I, you know, found out about him and his passions and his goals and yeah. But knowing in the back of my mind, I was like, you're stepping into something big, like a whole new church family and structure and all of that. Um, and being at the beginning stages of starting a church is such a different experience as well. It's kind of like right. starting a new Show. musical. <laughs> We're gonna cut for a short ad break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. How do you balance being like, because I grew up, like both of my past uh, grandfathers were pastors, like my family's very mm. like, and then sometimes the theater world can be seen as very secular. Yeah. How do you balance yeah. that and that? Wow. Okay, that's been a that's been an interesting journey for most of my life. There's been a lot of like, okay, sometimes feeling from from church folk <laughs> like what I do is not um, valid or sacred or I don't know. I don't know if you've experienced this, but sometimes in our Christian circles, whatever artwork we do or it needs to serve the church mm-hmm. or serve the Lord in some way. And it's hard for people to see that us being in, in our industry is being a light in the world. It's like Jesus hanging out with them hoodlums. Absolutely. Right? His friends were kind of hood. Yes. Right? They were absolutely hood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, church folk in that day were like, why is he hanging out with them? So right. it's like, so feeling a little bit of that, of yeah. trying to not, not find justification from the outside, but just really wrestling with myself is like, do I really, do I feel called to be an artist? And I do, I do, you know. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else I, I should be doing, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that's been an ongoing journey. So being able to meet Nate at a time where I feel mature enough to say, like, no matter what anybody else thinks, I'm going to still pursue mm. this career. You know, being yeah. here in New York, or not here in New York, we're in D.C. I mean, right we're in now. D.C. right but now. But, like, having home base in New York is, like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be around a lot of beautiful, diverse people and be a light in that and, and hold on to my faith yeah. and, but share a calling. And, and art is such a cool expression of the spiritual. So. Right? God yeah. was an artist. Absolutely. He created. He, he, created, he created the earth. He was like, <laughs> what am I going to do today? Yeah. Let's make an earth. Let's make a world. Yeah. Mm, it's missing something. Let's put some light out there. Mm. Like, he's the ultimate creator. He's the OG. Yes. I Like, he's the notorious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, I'm like, I think it's really special being an artist. Like, okay. Um, question for you. Yeah. How do you feel about life being already charted out for you? Like, it's already done. Mm. It's already written. Like, this is your fate. This is your destiny. This was always going to happen versus free will mm. and charting your own course. Wow. How do you, what's yeah. your thoughts on that? You know, I don't think it's one or the other. I think it's this really mysterious merging of the two. Because we're talking about the the OG creator, God, it's like he was able, and, and we don't, it's beyond our comprehension of how he can have us be able to make choices, but still it weave into something he's crafted all together because I just think about I don't know if you've ever read the book um, uh, Jack <laughs> I love that book <laughs> I, love it. I actually haven't read it yet oh it's, it's good Diana oh my god 
it made me see God in a whole new light. Oh. And I already loved God before, but it's it's different. Yeah. Like, anyway, go on. Oh, it's well, really the book Artist Way. Have you heard oh, of that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so she talks about synchronicity in mm -hmm. that. And just like those moments where not just your life, like it feels like you may have even deja vu moments. Those make me feel like, oh, I'm where I'm supposed to be kind okay. of thing. And... But when, when there's a lineup with other people's lives, that's the part that it's like, oh, we're in places together, but this feels like the right place on my journey. Like just meeting Nate at the right time. Like he had told me things in his backstory of like how he had to go through some work before he was really ready to meet me. And then I like, and some of those things, some of those timeline things, I was also at the same time he was working through some therapy things. I was going through something that made me just not ready to meet him. So it was like we right. both needed right. like four years. It's an arbitrary number right now. Yeah. Like we both <laughs> Come on, the four same years. amount of time to be ready to meet each other. Yeah. And so, I but totally I do feel, feel like we chose each other, but at the same time. But like, I feel like I, I go back yeah. and forth, which is why I'm asking you, like, I'm sure you've had people prophesy over you. Mm -hmm. And have you been in that place where people have prophesied over you and then it's come to pass? Yeah. Me too. And so in my mind, it kind of feels like it was, and I've also been in that position not very often when I know something is going to happen or I know something just happened mm -hmm. even though I haven't been told yet. Yeah. I can feel it. And whether it's in the past or the future, it, it almost feels like there's a grid and a timeline of things mm -hmm. and in one of the parts of the timeline it's already done. Like it mm -hmm. feels like, oh, this literally has already happened in some world dimension thing and somebody tapped into it or it was, it. I don't know, like, yeah. And it makes me feel like, well, if everything's already done, what am I worrying about? Right. See, that's the beautiful thing. If like we lean into that of like, oh, it's charted and it's good. I think that's the other thing. Like, I mean, when we think we about want. fate and destiny, <laughs> and we like have that negative spin on it, it's like, oh, I'm doomed. Oh my gosh. Right. What anxiety that would produce. But if it's right. like, oh no, it's charted, and we're weaving down this path that's for our good, how much that just gives you calm. takes the pressure off, takes the burden off mm. our shoulders, and allows us the freedom to just be confident in moving forward. Right. So that's really lovely. And then the opposite, like I always think about Judas, I'm like, somebody had to be Judas. Was he always gonna be mm. Judas? Was that always part of his path? Like, right. what if it's something bad? Mm. What do you do? Like, is then can you take life in your own hands and change it? Or was that already part of your, already part of the plan? Like, was that already on the grid that you were going? Like, I don't know, I don't know. That's a good, well, that's good to ponder. Jeez. Oh. But I guess, I mean, I think about Judas and on his path, he probably didn't think he was going to maybe spiral to that point. But then it's hard because it's like, it worked for, all together for but good. But he had to like, be the bad guy. The guy. Somebody had to be the guy. Oh, Somebody had to be the guy. I don't know. I don't want to volunteer as the guy. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. That's deep. That's deep. I guess we'll never know. <sighs> Until. I'm sorry. I have, I have so many questions for you. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about being a black woman in theater right now? 
<laughs> I think we're at the beginning of something good, but it's a very, it's a beginning. It's a, we're like just off the starting line walking. It's like a walking, walking. Okay. It's not even a speed. It's not a speed walking race. It's just we're all just walking. We're not crawling. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, we're in spaces. We, yeah. We used to be at a standstill. <clears throat> Let me get my water. So, so, <laughs> so I feel like even in our show, I feel more represented. I feel like I'm not a to- just a token in our show. Yeah, there's a lot of diversity in our cast. It's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, but, you know... I, I'm I'm nervous that like we're at this space of awareness that won't turn into action, won't turn into a lot changing. Mm-hmm. And I think the big thing, because we're on the stage right now, I'm waiting to see more um, black women behind yeah. the table. Yeah. And that's something, I mean, I know I've mentioned to you, I don't know what God has in store. I don't know what's really on my path, but I'm hoping it will be. Is that I can I personally can be on the other side of the table somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's as a writer or a director or what that might or look all like. That'd be awesome. But just because I'm taking in so much information, I mean, as swings, yeah, we are very observant. We're yes. seeing so much, and sometimes we have to be because Hello? the nature of our job is. And like, if if, if they're making changes and they're not on the god mic, I'm like, what y'all saying over there? <laughs> Okay, so we're not doing that custom chain no more? Okay, oh we don't bring that prop on anymore? Okay, okay, that's what's okay. I'm watching. I'm yeah. watching. Yeah. <laughs> but then we also get to watch and observe power dynamics and, yes. and ways things are done that we're just like that. And we have a lot of time to sit and observe and yeah. think and ponder and be like, wow. I feel like there's a better way to do that. Now, you know, I, I say all that and say I'll probably if I do get behind the table, I'll probably make mistakes. Yeah. But I I'm mean, just thinking being open to feedback and being open to even more of a collaborative experience. Mm. Um hmm. yeah, and as a and as a black woman, I just feel like we tell stories differently. I just think of different playwrights that I know that just not everything's linear. Not everything mm. is like considered American theater and like structured that way. And it's just, I would love to see us be able to yeah. own more, take more leadership roles. Be on the other side of the table more. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. I, I do love that it's a part of the conversation now. Like, like you said, we're not at a standstill. Mm-hmm. We are making progress, but we're walking. We're not like galloping but the fact that it's in people's brains like okay let's be aware of this we are aware that what what's not happening what's not behind the table like who is on the stage like who isn't like in the wings Mm -hmm. i think awareness is a good first step um can you tell me about uh your natural hair journey Ooh, okay. I consider deciding to go natural as like my second best decision. Now it's my third best decision because because oh, Nate, you know, you know, one becoming a Christian, two. I knew this. You didn't even tell me that. I was like, I bet it's Jesus. Fair. Okay. Yay. Okay. Go on. 
because I've had a struggle with my hair journey. Just, you know, I used to get it pressed a lot when I was really young and just like a lot of breakage, all of those things. Um, and then a lot of braids and all of those things, but it was all wrapped up in this, there's a certain look that is expected of black women uh-huh. from white culture. You know, I probably didn't have those words growing up. Uh, no, we um, didn't know that. We no. just thought this is what's on TV. This is what's this in the magazine. This is magazines. what I need to do. This is how I... And it was rough. And I remember just leaving. And then I went into the weave journey. Um, and I think that was in high school into college. Oh, work. And I didn't get into that until later. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was Because I was searching for, and the funny part was, the weave that I was going for is what my hair achieves on its own. This is funny. This is not what I knew because I hadn't gone natural yet. But I was like, okay, I want it to be really oh. curly and kind of short and cute and bobby, you know, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I would leave getting my weave done and I'd cry because it wasn't right. The colors weren't right. It was always trying to do too many highlights mm. that just didn't look natural. And then every time I would get compliments on my hair, I just felt this sinking feeling and I, I would not allow myself to like lie and just be like thanks it's mine thanks i would have been like yeah it's a weave (laughs) out myself so quick and i was like it's not mine you know and and just feels like a sinking feeling of like they just like my hair it is not even mine and so that was a struggle but anytime i would like be in between weaves and like just do something with my hair even if i still straightened it everybody would compliment my eyes and I would feel this like uplift in my spirit and be like, they're, they're seeing me, my eyes, those are mine. Those are definitely mine, God given wow. everything. So I was just like, what is, what is the imbalance here? And so finally I was like, okay, what is stopping me from going natural and just be wearing it that way? And it was because I didn't know how to take care of it. I was like, I'm, I'm being lazy, <laughs> you know, the weaves seemed easier. But I was like, not emotionally, obviously, that wasn't easier. So I finally just looked at YouTube videos and I was like, okay, we're going to learn how to take care of my hair before I make this leap. And so I did. Mm. And yeah, it was the best. It was the best. I didn't get the feedback from different people in my life that I was like hoping for. There was somebody I was dating at the time who kind of didn't, I was hoping he'd be like, oh my gosh, gosh. it's beautiful, you're amazing. It was just like, oh, okay, that's nice. And I was like, okay. But for me, something shifted. And so I was like, I'm gonna hold on to that. that I don't, what age were you at when you felt Mm. that shift? That shift, it was- That's like an internal like guidance system telling you you're on the right path even when you're not getting external validation. Yeah, that was a senior year of college. Whoa. Made Made that leap yeah it takes a lot it's so much easier when people around you are doing it mm-hmm. when like you're in a community of people who are transitioning because it can be hard to right. transition you're like what are these straight pieces or if you cut it all off you're like it's so short I'm right. not used to, you're, you have to retrain your eyes if you're used to seeing yourself in the mirror a certain way and then now you look different it's yes like, well what do I think about this right right it's not easy and for like no one told me before transitioning that transitioning wasn't easy so mm. i just assumed it should be easy and i'm like this sucks yeah 
Yeah, but your hair is so beautiful. And one of the first things I like noticed about you when we met at like the audition was how you would wear your your updos. You did like this. How do you do that? Oh yeah. So what I do is usually I go from a stretched place. So I always like okay. So yeah, you stretch, stretch it. it. Yeah, and then I just take different pieces and kind of like roll and twist. Uh -huh. So like. If I want the coiffed look in the front, I'll roll that part, leave it a little puffy, uh -huh. and then bring it to a spiral, and, and then, then just pin, bobby, bobby pin it in. Yeah, and I just I just play because I'm like, oh, maybe I want it to like cross in the back or look like a heart and, and bring it, will it around. And it stay because yeah, it's like natural <laughs> volume. It's a yes. Oh, that's what I love about our hair. It can do so many things. I've always stuff. wanted to do that style that you've like done. And I see some of the girls on the, on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. I can, I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't even know what to type in yeah. to like look it up on YouTube. So, yeah. ah, and what's your wig prep? My wig prep is I just do two strand twists, like about eight on both sides. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wait, cause we haven't like gotten to like, right. And so I like that too. Yeah, and then just crisscross them around so that it can kind of get oh, a nice round, cross. yeah, a round shape around my head. Yeah. Oh, I've never done that. I still do like the the twist and then like not a bantu, not yeah, like a ah oh, yeah, which is kind of like a twist out thing. Yes, then, it probably comes uh, out really nicely though. Like, well, it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's hit or miss. As all things are, right? <laughs> it's hit or miss. I still am like, I'm looking at the white girls when we done with the show. Mm -mm. With those perfect curls. I'm like, yeah, my head don't do that. That won't be my life. That don't, that don't happen with But I look hair. good in a beanie. I feel good in a beanie. <laughs> and I'll embrace a beanie. And with no we love curls a coming down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I won't lie. There's some days that I'm like, man, I wish I could just let it all just fall down. But now, now Girl. like... When I have time, I, 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 um, wow, words. I did braids recently during the summer because oh. I hadn't since I went natural because I was like, I'm just embracing this. I'm going for it. I also don't have the money. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but I was like, and nor the time because you, you know, like could be like eight yeah. hours. Because if you spend that much money, you want to wear it, it for right. a, a while, yeah. you know, um, okay. while it stays fresh. But, um, but luckily, if we're working steadily, that's. Yeah, you don't have time to do an in-between braid look, you know. But I did that recently and got them really long and just Come and through. I like fulfilled that dream of like, mm. yeah. They was like, why do you keep touching your hair? <laughs> like it's never down my back. I can totally see Nancy. <laughs> like you keep me. touching your hair. I was like, I know, oh. I know. <laughs> Nate is so awesome. Just like meeting him, he's just like, we are very much newlyweds. Yeah. Basically, AKA, I love her yeah. a lot. I'm like, yeah, so very much in love. Sweet. And it's so funny. We've been, we're celebrating 12 weeks on Saturday. Um, being married. Being married. And it's just, I'm so surprised that I'm even more in love with him. And I'm just like, we get years and years and years of this? I'm oh like, oh my, my gosh. Because the part of it is that we're experiencing new things together. Like being in DC right now is a new experience for us. And um, and obviously the, the new church is a new experience that we're just navigating together and being really real and honest with each other about our feelings and 
I'm just learning more and more how much he is my best friend and how I can be so open. So that's just, I mean, that just increases love and because you have trust and vulnerability and all of those things. So yeah, and I'm crazy about him. So it's great. That is so good. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, he really is. He really is. It's like when you've waited for something whether it's a relationship or a job or yeah. whatever like when you've waited so long and if you ever wonder like is this ever going to happen is this ever going to work out and then to keep going to not give up and wait it out long enough mm -hmm. to see it come to pass yeah. before giving up right to see it come to pass and you're like dang that happened and it's so full and beautiful when God, you know, gives us those gifts that we've been waiting for and longing for. And it's unexpected, the like amount of abundance of blessing in it. Because you think it's going to be one thing and he's like, oh, but there's so much more. There's oh more in that that you get to learn and become and grow into as well, you know. I haven't even scratched the surface. I love that. I literally, Diana, could talk to you for hours and we will tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. This is going to air on both of my shows. And <laughs> the beginning, I was like, it's Lisa's show, Black Girl the Big Leagues. Sure. Um, how can people find you, follow you? Yeah. Well, I'm on Instagram um, at Diana Baden. Um, yeah. Look up. That's, that's basically it. And you also have a website. I do. I love it. Yeah? Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Which is www.dianabaden.com. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. Thank you for joining me today. Aw. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. I, You're incredible. You are incredible. Like, you already know how I feel about you. Aww. All right. Until next time. <laughs>
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.